welcome to another episode of the Barracks Room Podcast. Come on in. Barracks Room Podcast is here where we motivate, elevate, and stimulate you while you're in that pressure cooker, them four walls. And hopefully when you walk back out, you have a renewed energy, purpose, and you come out shining like a diamond. The Barracks Room Podcast is brought to you by Makassier Clothing, www.mokacia.com, Mayfield 3 Consulting, Mayfield Empire Legacy, The Anchor Podcast. All right, so we are here in the Barracks Room. My name is Morris Mayfield. Come on in, man. Let's break bread together. Let's chop it up. And let's talk about some things. Well, here we are. Another episode, and this episode is special to me because we gonna go ahead and call this Thursday Field Day Thursday. Yeah, buddy, Field Day Thursday. So, those of you non-military people that's out there listening, Field Day is basically, and it really has two different meanings in the military. You know, one field day is a bunch of events and, and, and uh, exercises or a day where you kind of have a fun day, some healthy competition and just an excuse to kind of blow some steam, pass some word and really leave earlier than you would normally do on a work day. But the majority of us know field day on Thursday as a day where you are cleaning up your room. So that's a day where everybody in in the barracks is either pulling all their stuff out, cleaning it up outside, or doing some general cleanup and other things. But it's a time where we all kind of get together and music is blaring all over the place you hear different styles of music you got other people who are um, catching up on laundry and some people just don't even really care what's going on but you know going through the motions so Thursday is that field day for us you know well at least it used to be I mean ain't no telling what they're doing now but um, field day for us was, you know, the time where we cleaned our room from front to back, top to bottom, you know, wall to wall, just getting in all the crevices in the room and just to ensure that the, uh, the room is, is sanitized and to make sure that, you know, our living space is free of potential germs and that we're living uh, healthy in, in a small confined space. Let's, let's face it. It's a small space, you know, germs and, you know, how people live, you know, just can kind of permeate in that room. And well, people can live like pigs. I'm just go ahead and put it out there. You know, everybody wasn't raised the same way. And people look at cleanliness in, in a different light, you know. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Some people like cleanliness is just an annoyance but nevertheless it is a required uh event that would happen weekly now in college dorms you had a pretty much the same thing uh after the semester holiday breaks you know summer breaks students have to move out their rooms 
in order uh, for the rooms to be cleaned and fumigated and serviced. You know, because sometimes when they come back for the, the next semester, they may not necessarily be living in that exact same room. Somebody else may be moving into it. Um, some rooms are more severe than others, um, but they all get the same treatment. You know, light bulbs change. Um, you know, maybe a new uh, coat of paint or something like that. Just get cleaned up and uh, fumigated out, especially obviously during the pandemic. Uh, it's very thorough cleaning. Well, we would like to think there's very thorough cleaning uh, going on in those dorms as the new incoming freshmen are coming in to replace the old freshmen and those that have uh, moved out of the barracks. So that's the college, you know, you still have the same thing. Now, if you're still at home, if your parents are anything like mine, my mama had me cleaning up before I darted out the house to go play football, basketball, or ride my bike. I had to make sure that the room that I lived in was clean and whatever other things chore she wanted taken care of to her satisfaction. So I only got like a little breathing room so I go watch my Saturday morning cartoons and if I wasn't preparing to clean or cleaning while I was watching it, eventually she was going to walk in there and cut the TV off and tell me, you know, get it, get it together. And if one of my friends wanted me to play a particular sport, I couldn't dart out that house until it was done and it was to her satisfaction. So we all have a version of this field day that happens. Um, you know, stores do it, especially, especially going on right now. Um, you know, there's not an unnatural thing. It's come, become commonplace where you see a store may close for a day or two or may close earlier than normal. And they will have a crew come in and, you know, fumigate the area and uh, shut it down just to ensure that the establishment is, is thoroughly sanitized. I mean, if you go to some hotel rooms before you check into it, uh, the check-in time may be extended just due to the thorough cleaning of that area before you go back into it and before you go patronize with that particular establishment. For us in, in the Marine Corps, field day was kind of like a party. I mean, it, it was. I remember just different styles of music being blasted, or you know, and you always had this, this scent of cheap pine cleaner, you know, going around, uh, you know, extra amounts of bleach just filled the air. I mean... Dude, you walk past some people's room and you just your eyes just start burning because they're using so much bleach in their room. Um, unbelievably large amounts of trash being thrown out to the dumpster. It's like, dude, have you ever put trash out ever? You know, of course, you have the legion of, of pizza boxes going to the trash, but you also have the pizza delivery guy showing up as well um weird drinking regiments going on you know uh clean one part of the window take a shot just call kind of crazy things that's going on uh, because 
before you start field in, instructions are given out, you put in formation, you know, you're informed of the particular time somebody's going to come through the barracks and inspect your room and make sure you're doing things right. And they turn it over to whoever's on duty. Nine times out of ten, guy on duty is probably one of your boys. So he really doesn't care that you're blasting music as long as cleaning is being done and it's cut off at a certain time. You know, it was it was a it was a party. It was a spectacle, man. Um, it was a time that no matter how you lived, you know, it was never really comfortable for um, for inspection Fridays. You know, whether you kept your room, you know, clean and neat and tight and to the point, or you just was a person that waited till Thursday to clean up everything. The common denominator for all of us was none of us really were comfortable with inspection Friday and somebody coming into your room to check it. You know, we all kind of felt like it was a violation of our privacy. Um, I don't care who you were. You know, you could have been somebody who was just strict and go by the rules and it all made sense to you. You kind of got a little annoyed with the fact that your most sacred space was being subjected to this inspection. And although you did what was required, it still was subjective because you had certain people who had their own little quirks and things that they wanted you to do you know everybody would do pretty much the basic cleaning but you always had those people who had their own little pet peeves you know some like to check the windows and the window seals you know people like me are tall so they want to check the the top of the door seals as soon as you walk in checking the ac vent make sure that there's no dust in there you know, some people wanted dry shower walls. To this day, I still don't understand why the walls had to be dry. Even if they were clean and thoroughly clean, they got to be bone dry when they come in there. So it's like you either take your shower or I take their shower and then the last person cleans it. You know, or, you know, I don't know. Some people, I've seen people go all the way to the gym and take a shower just so they wouldn't touch their shower. Just kind of, like I said, going to the extreme. Some people like defrosted refrigerators, no ice buildup and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, thought of the refrigerator out, making sure that you you only had a certain amount of adult beverages per the 21-year-olds in your room. You know, so everybody had their little pet peeves when they came to your room. And you just like, man, I don't care who you were. You just kind of kind of felt a little uncomfortable because at any given moment, um, your sense of peace and comfort was was violated. That was the one time that, you know, you truly had no control of who was walking in your room. And there were times where you would be at work and they're going through your room just almost kind of like somebody just broke into your 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 peace of mind so it always kind of made everybody uncomfortable and we all had similar feelings about that you know even with all the good order and discipline out the way and you know want to make sure everything is in decent in order you always had that one you know that that just wanted to buck the system
know, they, I'm going to go clean it how I want to clean it. I'm not going to clean it all. I'm just going to do a little bit here and there, and then I'm going to play my video game. And, of course, what would come after that would just be something very colorful and, for some people, very painful. You know, um, I remember my first weekend in North Carolina, I could not leave. Of course, I mean, I didn't have a vehicle anyway, but... Um, I couldn't leave because the guy that I moved me in the room with, he decided I'm just go drink and I was tired. He didn't feel like doing all that. And um, we failed. We failed that field day inspection. And the sergeant that checked our room just went in on us. And um, it was all bad. It, it was all bad. And I, I didn't like getting screamed at for somebody else's trash and uh you know we had a conversation we got we got things together and I never failed to feel day ever again but nevertheless uh, it was a very uncomfortable feeling and it was one of those reminders that um you know that that space was was not fully my own because if somebody could come in and tell me that I was how I was living wasn't good enough or if the person that I was living with didn't value the same things that I value, um, would make things a little challenging for me. And, you know, you have guys that just, you had kind of, we had some interesting characters that would be in the barracks with us, you know. And you had guys that would take their work clothes off and, and hide them in the back of their wall lockers or hide them in the back of their, their, their beds you know, and you know, you had some people who actually had like drawer drawers on their um, their beds, and they would hide their dirty underwear in the back of those drawers. So you would have these smells just kind of just permeating, just trying to figure out where, where that smell coming from, and like, like really, dude, like where's the smell coming from? Like we didn't clean everything, but there's a there's a stench coming from in here you know a lot of times people just grew up differently and and valued certain things differently or they had other people who um, took care of those things for them so they never really had to do it on their own you know um, I remember helping that help some guy learn how to do laundry because he never had to do his own laundry and I uh, had to really show him step by step Hey, you, you got to put the liquid in, you got to water it. I mean, it was just really um, something that I took for granted that I thought everybody knew how to do. But he obviously didn't. Um, of course, he was living in filth, but that's a whole nother story for another day. And, you know, with some guys after boot camp, they just kind of reverted back to how they lived prior to that. You know, some people in, in college dorms, you know, um, I remember visiting my sister in, in school and just some people, how they lived. Um, they lived as in a rebellious state from I'm finally away from my parents. So I'm going to live how I want to live. So all those times that they were 
getting fussed at for keeping their rooms clean and all that. You know, now that they got their own space, they just want to live how they want to live. They'll get to it when they want to get to it. And they would just be rebellious and just kind of live how they wanted to live. I mean, it was just kind of costly whenever you would do that in the military, though. Because if you didn't keep your room clean and you just decided I'm going to do it my own way and violate what they told you to violate, well, they had the right to fill your weekend with corrective action. And nothing was worse than losing your weekend in the military. I mean, there is, I mean, you can do a whole lot of stuff to people. But one thing you would never want to do to somebody who is 18, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 years old is tell them that they can't do nothing on the weekend, especially if they got money in their pocket. You tell them that, man, that's like World War III about to break out in the barracks because now the tension is high, can't go nowhere. Somebody wants to come play games and want to try to check your room on a Saturday and want to put you in different uniforms so they can make sure that your uniform is straight, but your, your room is straight. You just now, you just really agitated, especially if you failed because of somebody else. Lord, you might come up into the barracks and see a whole bunch of UFC fights going on immediately. Never wanted your weekend secured. So, because, I mean, it's just a bunch of uncontrollable rage. I mean, you really want to pop your popcorn when you see somebody fail. Because, like, how they're told that they failed and what happens after that, it is a serious spectacle. I've even been in places where some people live so bad where the leadership told them that they couldn't even sleep in their room. They said, since you won't live like you outside... They had them put up a tent. Them and their roommate put a tent up and uh, and live in the grass for that week. So they basically lived in the field for until their room was clean and they got their room inspected the next Friday. I've seen some crazy stuff. I can talk about it because this is many, many years ago. And those people have since retired. But yeah, I've seen some crazy stuff. So why am I telling you this story? One, I want you to understand, you know, field day and, and the origins of field day and, and the importance of field day. And it's just to really keep yourself safe and give you the opportunity to make sure that you're living and uh, healthy. You know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. How the inspections go, <laughs> that's a different story. But what I really wanted you to take from what I'm saying about the barracks and how field day is, look at your life. Look at how you live and understand that there are things that begin to build up that you got to flush away. You have to realize that the the space that you occupy is temporary. The space you occupy is temporary. So once you get that space, you want to make sure that you take care of it. Because eventually, you're going to have to let that 
space go and let somebody else occupy that space. Sometimes you have to evaluate yourself and get rid of some of that trash that you've been harboring, some of that animosity that you've been harboring. You got to clean some of that negativity out of your life. You have to address it. Whether it's get rid of it, you know, some people like to run away from problems or ignore them and move on. But you have to realize you have to address some of those situations because some of them could be misunderstandings. But if you allow those misconceptions just to kind of permeate and just stockpile in the back of your mental wall locker, eventually that odor is going to seep out and somebody, you know, going to be like, you know, why are you so disgruntled? Why are you so negative? And why are you, and you may react a certain type of way. And you may expose yourself to unnecessary stress. So you got to feel day, that area. So there's a few lessons I want you to pull from this. Lesson one, the space you hold is temporary. So be a good steward of your time. You are not going to be in charge forever. You are not going to be in charge forever. You're not going to be the boss in that particular situation forever. You're not going to be the freshman. You're not going to be the sophomore. You're not going to be the junior. You're not going to be the senior forever. You're going to graduate. You're going to have to get out the way for a new crop of individuals to take your place. To be a good steward of your time. Make an impact. Make an impact, which leads me to lesson number two. Lesson number two. You're going to move, so leave it better than you found it. Leave the space better than you found it. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and say, hey, to reinvent the wheel. Because there's so many different ways to approach situations and scenarios. And a lot of them have already been lived out. But be a good steward of the time that you have. And leave it better than you found it. You're replaceable. (laughs) You are replaceable. So you need to understand that you need to leave the space better than you found it. Be a good person and understand that there's somebody who's going to come behind you who's going to be just as hungry as you, who wants more out of life just like you. You need to leave it better than you found it. Leave it better than you found it. Add value, add purpose, add an example, but leave it better than you found it. Lesson number three, be thorough because when you cut corners, eventually you'll get exposed. Just like those guys who tried to buck the system and kind of do general little tidiness and just kind of wipe the surface And when those people came through and inspected the room and they kind of started getting the cracks and crevices and they had their own little quirks and pet peeves that they wanted to check. And you decided to just kind of do 
a once over, a do over, just do just enough to keep people thinking that you did something. When you do the bare minimum, you open yourself up for more scrutiny. And you have to make sure that if you're not doing a thorough job, you're just doing the basics, you're going to have to go back and do it all over again. And now you are wasting more of your time. I remember as a child, I really, we really had already talked about it. Like that Friday, you know, hey, we go play, we go, we go ball. We already got our teams. You better come ready, whatever like that. We'd be talking noise back and forth, you know what I'm saying? And then we's kind of taking it seriously. Like, Look, dog, we go strategize. You go check this person, you go check this person. We got it all planned out. We gonna meet up at this time. Well, my mother didn't care about all that. All she knew is she wanted her house cleaned a certain type of way. Well, I went in there. I knew I had to clean it. And I would clean. I would dust the front of my my, 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 my uh, dresser drawer. And I would wipe all that stuff down. Wipe the TV screen. And boom. Swept my room. Think I'm done. Then my mom would come in there and be like, don't leave this house. Don't leave this house. You need to get behind here. You need to move all this stuff from up out of here. You need to get all this stuff under here. Because a lot of you got all this dust and all this stuff hiding behind this. See, when you only crack the surface and you just kind of just do the bare minimum of things, there's a lot of things that you miss. You know, I'm in charge and do this, do that and do this. But when you don't crack the need behind the need and, and and understand what the why is and make the people that you're working with understand hey this is the why we need to do it this way and be thorough so everybody has a understanding of what needs to be done you find yourself having to do more work because you weren't clear in the direction that you were supposed to go and when you do the bare minimum work that often leads to minimal performance or even piss poor performance. So be thorough in what you're doing. All you're doing is wasting your own time when you cut corners. Because eventually it's going to come back to haunt you. So be thorough. Lesson number four. It is better to grind hard consistently so all you have to do is general cleanup prior to showtime. You practice how you play. You practice how you play, man. When you go hard and you are always making sure that everything is where it needs to be, it becomes muscle memory. So therefore, whenever somebody wants to inspect or somebody wants to see what you got, or if you have an interview or you have a presentation, it becomes a smooth transition for you. Smooth transition. I never liked dirt. Still don't like dirt. But I also liked my free time. So my thing was, well, if I went from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I always made sure my trash can was empty... I made sure I swept my room, make sure my bed was made, make sure I wiped things down and I clean 
just little things throughout the week. When Thursday came, I didn't have to do this deep cleaning that took me all night long. And ultimately, I lost out on sleep because I had to constantly keep cleaning these things. So I made up in my mind that every day I was going to do something in my room that would yield the benefit to me on inspection day. Such is with your life. Such is with your life. If you're not doing something each and every day that is securing your future, you're doing it wrong. Every day you should be goaling yourself to learn something new, read something new, be a blessing to somebody else. Everything you do each and every day should be filled with something that makes you a better person. Whether it's to make you more marketable, whether it's to make your business more profitable, whether it's to create generational wealth in the future, you should be doing something every single day that is an asset and not a liability. So you have to make sure that you are, you've got to put in the work. If you want to be better, if you want to be healthier and physically fit, then you need to do some form of exercise every day. 30 minutes a day is attainable. Even if it's just to get down and do two push-ups. Two push-ups every two hours. Eventually, you'll have an accumulation of, hey, you know what? I did this amount of work each day. I remember sitting down doing crunches watching TV. So I would do crunches while the show I was watching, the commercials on. So while the commercials was going, I'm doing crunches. And then when my show came back on, the show had my undivided attention because I was breathing hard and I'm just sitting there and I ain't moving. Do something each day that adds value to you into your future so when showtime comes you're ready you're not stressed it's just to show up and show out practice how you play lesson number five nobody is perfect no one no matter how good you think you are no matter how good you really are it's always an opinionated detractor ready and waiting for you whenever we would clean our rooms and we would always make sure everything was straight there was always a dust bunny that just would pop up out of nowhere no matter how hard we swept no matter how hard we mopped we would windex and all kind of things there was always one little speck of dirt that would come from somewhere And we would always luck up and find that one person who no matter how clean our room would be, they would have that one discrepancy that they would always unidentify. Oh, I see, uh, yep, I see that little dirt in the corner over there. You know, other than that, your room is, is good to go. And we would get so frustrated. We would get so frustrated, like, really? That 
that little bit right there, you got to identify that. But in hindsight, none of us are ever perfect. And if there is something that you can always improve on, that means you're always going to keep working. Because when you think you got it all figured out and it, you got it all locked in, that's when you begin to lose grip on reality. That's when you begin to become old. That's when you think you're better than everybody else. Nobody is perfect. We all have flaws. We all can find areas of improvement. You just need to realize that. Because no matter how good you are, no matter how kind and and professional you are, there's always someone who has something to say about what you do. That no matter how good of a turnaround and what you've changed in your life, there's always somebody that's willing to bring up your past. There's somebody that's willing to hold on to a grudge and say no matter what you say, no matter what you do, and they still feel a certain type of way about you. You just got to keep working, man. You just got to keep cleaning, know yourself, seek self-improvement. And always trying to find ways to improve yourself. Constantly striving for perfection. Although perfection is not close to a mortal hand. There is nothing wrong with striving to be better than what you were yesterday. And you have to understand that you just got some people that they just don't like you. It don't matter what you say or what you do. They're just going to look at you a certain type of way and feel a certain type of way. Just keep that in mind. Lesson number six. It is better to work as a team in the same struggle than to be an individual and miss the common areas of responsibility. So in the barracks, you're responsible for your rooms. But there are certain areas that your section or team or roommates had to take care of, whether it was the catwalk, whether it was the laundry room, whether it was the, the duty hut where the phone was and where the pool tables were. There was a common area that certain people had to take care of. And. If you were just so focused on making sure your stuff was straight and you was getting in the bed and you missed out on something, everybody would get in trouble. Or you would find yourself having to come back and clean that area because you didn't clean it when you were supposed to. You didn't pay attention to those common areas of responsibility. It would get frustrating. And then you'd have those times where You got three roommates and all three of you decide, okay, hey, this week you go take the trash out. This week you're going to clean the bathroom. This week you go clean the sink. I got the windows. You just have a game plan. And you'd have sometimes where you had those people that would just have this individual mind. Like I took care of my area. I ain't worrying about what nobody else doing. And then next, you know, when you get expected, the same thing that that person was supposed to take care of, they didn't. It gets frustrating, man. It gets frustrating. So what do you do with that? Again, you have to understand that this is a team effort. If one of us fail, we all fail. And in life, 
you have to play your role in the fabric of, of society. So we as humans can be in a better place, to be in a better situation. You have to play your role, no matter how small or insignificant it may seem to you, in the grand scheme of things, it's needed. You're needed. Your effort is needed. So you got to take care of those common areas. You can't just have this individual mind frame and thinking, hey, as long as I take care of mine, I ain't worried about nobody else. No, it's a team effort. And it's okay for somebody to, to double check with you, make sure, hey, dog, you took care of your spot. You need any help? It's okay to accept help. That's a whole nother story. It's okay to accept help. It's okay to ask questions. If you don't know, help out. Ask questions. Because it's a team effort for us to make sure that we are succeeding. And your role is no less important than the next person. So we, we share a space. We share the struggle. We share the struggle. So why not help the other person out? Why not be effective in your area? Be brilliant in the basics. Help each other out. That's field day, man. That's field day. That's the lessons I want you guys to take away from what I said to you today. Sure, some of you may laugh about field day and some of you may feel what I'm saying about how it is. But I need you to kind of take it from outside the room. I need you to be able to know yourself, seek self-improvement, work with one another, be a team player. Be thorough in what you're doing and understand your job, especially as a leader, you only hold that place temporarily. So leave it better than where you found it. Eventually, you're going to move on to bigger and better things. Eventually, somebody's going to come along and they're going to do it bigger and better than you. But leave them a space that allows and fosters creativity and motivation. Leave your mark, but leave it better than where you found it. I would always tell people, don't hide behind your rank. Stand on it. Redefine what it means. So when the next person comes, they know what right looks like. And they can improve upon it and make it bigger and better. Because trust me, you will move on. Somebody else will move into that room. And they're going to do it their way. Good or bad, they're going to do it their way. But if you leave them a positive example to to follow, I guarantee you, they'll become the reason for success. Field day. And those of you that are at the top, understand, you're only at the top for so long. Eventually, somebody's going to come and join you. That's if you left a, a good pathway for them to follow. So while you're at the top, you grind it hard to get to the top. General cleanup every day. Leave it better than where you found it. And move out the way. 
somebody else is coming through. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Morris Mayfield, and this has been the Barracks Room Podcast. I love you the long way. I love you the extended version. I bought the extended warranty, and there's nothing you could do about it. Hopefully, we broke bread today together. Hopefully, you got something of value from what I said today. By all means, reach out to me. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me what I'm doing right. Hit me up, www.mokacia.com. Also, check out my YouTube channel, Makase504, for that Monday motivation. Get some motivation in your life. All I want to do is inspire you and motivate you. Inspire before you expire, people. Inspire before you expire. This has been field day, baby. We field day together. We clean this thing up. It's time to close the door. Time to get ready for a new day because tomorrow is showtime. Inspire before you expire. Positivity over everything. And remember, you can only be a legend one time, but you can be great many times. So wake up and be great. Peace and blessings, y'all. Go get them books. Gumbo Warrior, Recipe of a True Leader, Green Monster, Life Lessons, Quotes and Affirmations of a Leader, of a Warrior. Go get them books. Go get some positivity in your life. This has been the Barracks Room Podcast. My name is Morris Mayfield. And just like that, I'm gone.